0: episode 555 of the lead cast podcast i'm nickley king cooper joining me is aiden frost rockarts
1: hey how's it going
0: hey uh this is it um colton is currently uh at the dmv taking care of some stuff so he will not be joining us this week uh but he will be joining us next week um so on this episode we've got uh, actually a ton to cover uh a tiny little bit of lead cast news and then a whole fuck ton of new news uh, absolutely insane uh, amount and then we'll do competitive league section we'll talk about the play. ins you'll hear from Colton for our nord VPN ad read uh, and then we'll close it out with roundtable and mail fight uh, as well as reading the first patron names the patron names because it's the first of the month. Um, so yeah Aiden how was your week?
1: Mike was great uh, pretty busy. But uh played a little bit of league, I guess. I didn't play it like that much. Uh, I've just been busy with some stuff. I played mm-hmm. lots of PlayStation stuff, That I started Deathloop. I quit Deathloop. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. That's the second fucking uh, uh, I love Arcane's games, man, but like that's the second game that has had a game breaking bug that has just made me stop playing. Uh,
0: yeah, that was almost me with um with Rune King, actually. So I, uh, I totally understand.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, because Dishonored 2 had a bug where like on like the PC version uh, with Game Pass or whatever, it would just like mm-hmm. fucking crash the game at some point. It just would do it over and over. And That's like, cool. Here's how I got around it. And it's like, I don't want to fucking play the game to get around it. And this game also had a game breaking bug where like it just fucking broke. And it's like, I'm just, I don't have time for shit like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, same here. I was recently in the mood to play some Cyberpunk. Uh, downloaded it, got to the tutorial, and I couldn't proceed past certain parts of it. So then I quit and I uninstalled it. So Yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> um, that being said, past then I played all, all through the Spider-Man game and I'm playing through the Miles Morales game now, and those games Ooh. have been fucking sick. So
0: Yeah, I've heard those games are absolutely insane.
1: Yeah, they're they're super great. I'm super excited to play uh through Miles Morales, then hopefully the second one when it
0: comes out. So nice.
1: Um that's kind of my week though. I don't think there's anything else that's been kinda crazy. What about you?
0: Poggers. Um I have played a little bit on my Smurf. Um, I haven't played a ton of games actually this week. I think, um, but uh, played a couple games today. Um, doing pretty pretty well. I am one zero today on my uh, <laughs> on my main. So that means I stopped playing ranked because um, I'm imposing the rule where if I am up LP on the day, that's that's where I'll call it. you um, are we talking system. about this. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Where maybe it's not the best like for climbing, but boy, does it feel good to to end your day like being up LP. Even if it's just a small amount, it just feels good, you know. It's more feels, the fact that it
1: feels so awful to end your day down LP.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that is the big part. Yeah, it uh, if you spend you know whatever amount of time playing and you're down LP or even even, uh, it just feels bad, you know. Like oh, I've I've just wasted six hours and I'm at the the exact same LP. So uh, hey, it helps me to enjoy ranked more, which is something that we all could use, I'm sure um otherwise i think that's it so why don't we just get straight into the league cast news
1: yeah that sounds great i mean there's not too much news uh for this week no new patrons um i think i don't know if you or colton is doing the patron show this month um but then we'll announce that in like a week or two true
0: either um way. i don't know either uh, we'll figure it out um awesome so yeah uh you just want to let's do the patch first Let's yeah, do I think it's fair,
1: because we're doing patch, preseason, rundown, then some matchmaking queue stuff. We'll just do them like in the order of most important, least important to most important. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is weird to say a patch for the live game is less important than stuff that is still months away, but that's how big this stuff is. So first up, uh, getting buffed uh, will be Fizz. His EAP ratio is going from 75% to 90%. That's actually a massive buff. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, they're doing tons of change. I, I thought this would feel, fall under their off-meta thing, but I guess F- AP Fizz makes sense. They're doing a shitload of random AP buffs for next season, which is interesting. Um, we'll talk more about those in a minute, though, but this is huge, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, 15% inc- Well, like flat AP ratio increases uh, pretty big for your max ability that also does the most damage.
1: Yeah, they're uh, also buffing top Udyr. They're buffing his W healing on minions, his R damage to minions, and his Q two minimum damage. The Q two is the biggest thing for sure because uh, Q kind of sucks right now for him.
0: Yeah, uh, it's to the point where you don't put a point into it at, at all. Um, I'm you know, I'm not like sure in how a
1: cool like his other abilities are so good you want to max them, but in like in a way of like this
0: ability. Yeah, to literally so, like, the <laughs> literally its only use is like I don't even know if it's higher single target damage if you have it like. It, obviously if you're maxing it it does the most single target damage like out of all all of your abilities um but i don't know if it's worth like awaken q versus awaken r versus single target if you're maxing r um, so yeah there's a there's really no reason to to put a point into it i don't know if i like the as someone who has played it increasing the w sustain um i think you should probably reward the shielding aspect of it not the sustain aspect uh yeah, like but
1: always agreed that like big big shields is like way more fun than big heels
0: yeah big big shields that aren't nautilus length right as long as they don't last seven seven to ten seconds like that's fine um but yeah just it it feels bad because you can just go you know second wind um doran's shield although i think you start doran's blade but e- either way i mean you just go such a such a passive um like lane build that just makes it not very fun so We'll see. We'll see how it works out. Uh, I enjoy top Udir, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> but I can understand. Um, Rise is next. He's getting a 5% AP ratio buff on his Q uh, and a 10% AP ratio buff on his W. Cool. So some um, some actor, damage buffs.
1: He's also getting some damage buffs. Uh, his passive ratio is going up by 10% and his R um, base damage and ratio is going up because fuck that ability. That ability needs to be able to one-hit people. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it. We've definitely talked about it. Where like you have to balance him around the fact that he doesn't have m- like a damaging ultimate. But then if he does hit it, it's just broken. Like it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, interesting. Jinx, her base attack damage is going up two, and her ult base uh damage to the primary target is going up by fifty at all ranks. So tiny little buffs.
1: Cool. Uh, Q, uh, Sona's us um, uh, buffs, buffs to her Q and buffs to her E slow. Um, Both those changes, I think, are good. She's a little bit weak right now.
0: Yeah, she's uh, not the not the best. The absolutely <laughs> most ridiculous changes that I've ever seen, maybe in my entire life. Um, Nasus, his ultimate base uh, bonus Q range is going up by fifty. The W attack speed slow is going. From fifty percent of the move speed slow to seventy-five percent, and the ultimate tick rate is being reduced by half. Uh, although it is the same damage. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Smart
1: Nas is already like a fringe weird pick that people probably don't play enough. Uh, this makes him probably just good in like almost every AD carry matchup.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not really sure why you would why you would buff the attack speed slow part of his kit of of anything um it is definitely not going to be fun to to play against in the in the coming patch uh, i would be surprised if this didn't get hot fixed <laughs> um it seems
1: like something that might not go to live we'll see
0: well yeah uh, yeah we'll see we'll see um and then next up is various off meta builds surprise which i fucking hate i i think don't... it's fine
1: like I, I don't think any of them are good enough i think it just incentivizes building a couple of, like different items
0: I, I guess I just don't want my patch notes, which should contain the most detailed information like that you put out about your game, aside from uh, aside from the wiki, I would say, to say surprise.
1: In 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 the, in the their defense, <laughs> this isn't the official patch notes. It's just like they're fucking shitty. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair week. enough, fair enough. I think they'll probably be in the actual patch notes. Um,
0: I hope so. I hope so, because that is something that I do not like. Um. Yeah, and then we've got Master E nerfs. He's got AD growth decreased and E true damage ratio is decreased
1: um next is reksai who's getting
0: some base ad reduced yeah uh syndra is getting her adjustments i think we have not talked about this yet uh, um, no, no, i don't
1: think so yeah the full like rework like mini rework thing
0: yeah so should we go ahead and do that let me see if i can find it
1: yeah if you want to pull it up i think it's worth talking about
0: sure trying to find it up real quick. It there are some some pretty interesting changes. All right, so her passive uh she's going to have splinters which will stack and enhance her abilities, sort of like Victor stacks, I would say is the the most direct comparison. Um she can store 120. She gets it from uh damaging a champion with two abilities within 4 seconds uh and leveling up grants 5. Oh, and killing a cannon minion, sorry. Uh, when she is at max stacks, she gets 15% total AP. So small uh, Rabadons. Her Q is... The cooldown is being increased from 4 to 7 seconds. The mana cost is going down a little bit. The duration is going up a little bit for the for the balls. Uh, and at 40 stacks of her passive, it can store 2 charges. So it is strictly a worse ability until you have 40 stacks uh, of your passive. And then it is only slightly better. Her W, yeah. the pickup. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, like, you can keep going. them. I'll, I'll give commentary on it. Go ahead.
0: Okay, sure. Uh, The W pickup radius is being increased a tiny bit. Uh, it will prevent non-sphere units from dying for a brief period when you pick them up. And when she has 60 splinters, uh, it will do an additional 15% uh, true damage. Her E is scatter of the weak. The damage is going down a little bit. The scatter angle is going up a little bit. The cooldown is going down. Uh, It's going to be 15 flat. The stun duration is going down. And at 80 splinters, the cone is increased uh, in the number of degrees that it, that it will hit. Uh, and will also slow enemies by 70% after the initial CC. Her ultimate uh, will grant her Q an additional 10, 20, 30 bonus haste. Um, so shorter Qs after you put points into your ultimate. The damage uh, per sphere is going down. And at one hundred splinters of uh, which is her passive, it will execute champions at fifteen percent max HP. Whew. Yeah,
1: I, I I think like overall it's like interesting changes. Um, I don't know if it makes her better, but I think it makes her more interesting.
0: <laughs> so I think we had this discussion on the Discord. Um, it is absolutely she is, she is going to be stronger late game. Right, like just straight up, the numbers are, are going to benefit her as the game goes on. Um, however, before that, I feel like she's just strictly weaker, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. I don't know if I sort of like the idea of turning every single champion into a scaling AP, ma- AP mage. I guess, um, but I, I'm pretty excited. I think this will open up a lot of um, a lot of shenanigans with the balls versus previously you just press r and then press e and that's your contribution into team fight
1: yeah i, I think that she might scale like so the only thing is, i do agree yeah she's gonna be worse early but i don't know how long it's gonna last right is the main thing it feels like she stacks everything pretty fucking quickly like especially the the level one right by hitting like level 11 you're like halfway stacked um uh just that alone right so like, yeah just like just by hitting level yeah yeah she feels like she's gonna be like fully like 120 stacks on it by like i don't know maybe 20 minutes even if she's having a good game um which is kind of crazy if she's having a bad game maybe it's like 30 or something like that but like that feels pretty early um which maybe makes that weak early game that we're talking about not as long or as punishing mm-hmm.
0: yeah i mean the huge part is like getting to 40 stacks probably as quickly as you can um because unlocking you know two charges of your queue just drastically increases your damage output um not just from hitting the cues, but from also being able to stack up damage for your ultimate. So, oh, it's sure, a yeah. it's definitely going to be pretty interesting. I think these are good changes like in a positive direction. Um So yeah, I guess that's uh that's kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah, we'll see uh, when it
1: comes it goes live and we'll we'll give, maybe give it like a thoughts on it after we play with it. Yeah.
0: It's going to be it's it's definitely hard to to gauge it now. <laughs> Uh, and then we have mortal reminder. The changes were pulled for a later patch uh, and eclipse is losing some lethality and gaining some uh, attack damage, which I think is really interesting. Someone on Reddit brought this up where like, if the, the problem is not assassins building it, why are we nerfing the, the assassin part of it? You know?
1: Yeah. That's like fair. the
0: lethality versus, and, and then buffing the bonus AD, I guess is the, uh, is the question. But.
1: Yeah, that item's just broken, but it needs to like be fixed. It's, like, I mean, the reality is assassins are just bad. They probably would build it if they were good, but yeah, exactly, <laughs> um, exactly. That's, Maybe that's you need counter just counter that argument mm-hmm. but.
0: for sure. Um, um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's it for the patch.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of excited for the off-meta stuff. We'll like talk more about it when it actually goes live. But I think it's mostly like AP ratios on random characters, and then Blitzcrank's getting like some attack speed stuff.
0: But Poggers, yeah, I uh, um, I'm not terribly excited about it. If you can't tell. <laughs>
1: Hey Tom, can just get an AP, and I'm happy. Yeah, I
0: know that's fuck, It's it's a lot of AP too. I think.
1: Yeah, um, please just fucking don't give him buffs and just fix his E. That's all I care about. But
0: nah, make him AP.
1: Um, want to talk about matchmaking changes really
0: quick? I would love to
1: yeah so most of it's like pretty basic shit like hey this we did all these things and that's how it affected the game most of them are pretty boring uh important things is they're currently not planning on separating solo queue and do queue yet um they do think f- flex queue is a fucking nightmare but they're hoping to fix that first <laughs> it sounds like uh um, okay but after <laughs> that uh they just kind of talk about role parity rank-based matchmaking just trying to get everything back in line the big changes though is a they're adding pick order swapping which is what Wild Rift has so like if you're Last pick, you can switch to being first pick, like with your teammate accepts, which is awesome. Yeah, um, they're adding loadout recommendations, which is I think a really fucking cool thing for the game. Um, and which,
0: which apparently will update um, daily. By the way, that's fucking sick, actually. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, once again, like people compl- complain about like there being less thought put into the game like oh people are getting their runes and stuff automatically this is where you can fucking outshine someone then right if you actually are fucking smart then you can make a better rune page than someone who's getting it automatically generated right yeah that
0: was that was something that i actually touched on in one of my um like opgg reviews that i did this week where someone was doing very well and it's hard to review people when they're really smurfing because because you're like hey just keep doing the same thing but he he was just using an auto-generated uh top lane page for udir and just taking like armor when you should be taking mr and stuff like that so i yeah i do do think like that it maybe is a little bit of frustration but that those tiny little you know the advantages are where you can yeah where you can really shine
1: for sure and the other like the biggest thing probably is that they're adding champion select anonymity which i think i personally like i know a lot of people are against it but i think it's it's good for the current state of the game i think there's other things they could have fixed to make this not something they had to introduce, but I think it's good currently.
0: Yeah, so I, I I do think I am on the camp of, like, I enjoy it because I don't tend to dodge because I, that's just not who I am. Um, but I can understand why someone would want to know the names of the people they're playing with if they constantly get, like, targeted. Or have someone on their like their I'm not going to play with this person list, you know, and you and you still get matched up with them for whatever reason. Um, I I think I'm okay with uh like like with them implementing it so people don't dodge if people first time champions or, th- or things like that. Um, but yeah, I can, I can understand the other side of the argument as well.
1: Yeah, my whole thing is that I think it's a super slippery slope, otherwise. I, I think it's one of those things where people very much complain about people being off rolled, playing first time characters, playing like it just feels like this is a good way of stopping people from complaining about random shit and dodging random shit. Um oh my 80 carry's autofilled. Oh my 80 carry's playing an eighty carry that he's never played before. Like I don't know, man. Like, at some point, like, it, it's not trolling. Like, at some point, you're playing a fucking video game, and you can pick what you want. Like, yeah, exactly. I personally mm-hmm. think that playing, uh, choosing to play a different role shouldn't incentivize your teammates to fucking want to leave a game. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I agree. Um, which I
1: understand. Like, in theory, it's lowering your chance of winning the game, right? It, it, but that, if you go down that fucking slippery slope, then you should only be able to play your best character every single game, like, with the perfect build never try anything different right like yeah exactly
0: yeah yeah yeah, for sure
1: otherwise it's just like an arbitrary line that every single individual player is like drawing at their own point probably directly Mm -hmm. below where they stand (laughs) like like, like no one's probably the you can only play your main character and only build like the perfect build but like i would say most people are of the you should only play your main role like i I would say that's where most people stand which i don't know it, it feels weird to me
0: Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. I uh, on my main. I've been queuing um, support, primary, top lane, secondary. But a- as top lane is like f- now a lesser played role than support is, at least in the elo that I'm at, I get top lane like a lot, almost every game I would say, and uh, it's. Um yeah, I, I definitely get a lot of comments on like, oh, like, do you want support or <laughs> why are you queuing up top lane or, or something in that BX game over? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like something in that, in that, you know, sense at least.
1: Yeah. Uh, once again, like I do think there's other ways they could just like fixed it. Like, like it, it punished dodging more would have been probably like a better solution. Um, mm. But like, I don't think this is a bad like fix. I, I think people who like are complaining about like, I, I won't be able to dodge my 20% win rate inter I don't think it happens that much man and I also think the vast majority of the player base this doesn't actually like apply to at all but they, they act like it applies to them yeah I like, am kind of the- mean I'm fucking d1 like 90 points
0: <laughs> I, I think that's like it, that's exactly the thing you know we we emulate the the streamers who this will affect and it it's going to trickle down even though it shouldn't <laughs>
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I don't so. know. I just, yeah, it very much seems like a streamer like problem and uh, like things that people would complain about, but it, it doesn't actually affect like most players. Like, I, I don't think it affects either you or me more D1. So it definitely doesn't affect people who are like gold, silver. The ma- oh, yeah, the yeah, players. for sure.
0: I, I, I don't dodge. Like, I, I'm not going to look up someone. I th- I think there is something to be said about not like looking something up and, and knowing, but then also not looking up and getting in that mindset of like, holy fuck, like we're really playing our 38% win rate like Varus. Like, why are we doing that? The game's already over. Like, you get into yeah. such a mental, like, headspace instantly that I, I don't think it's worth it, like, personally.
1: I'm also biased in the fact that, like, I, I personally play um, not that often. I play pretty casually for the most part, despite, like, my mm-hmm. rank. Um, so I fucking hate queuing for 30 minutes, like, f- six different lobbies to get into a game in the last 20 minutes. Like, I, it makes me yeah. more mad than anything in actual league of legends
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it 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 just sucks yeah and i i'm glad that dodging like has been reduced by the by the changes that they've implemented like semi-recently so i this will probably be a positive thing overall
1: yeah if if not i i I expect them to change if it's like actually like a bad thing so
0: yeah this is definitely something that's easy to to switch back off i guess yeah
1: Cool. want to get into the meat of the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is probably going to be I, I, probably like 30 minutes to an hour, I, I think. So, yeah, let's do it.
1: Um. So the preseason 2023 changes went live today. Uh. It's lots of crazy shit. We'll kind of break it down one by one, Um. starting with the Chemtech Drake. Do you want to go through the Chemtech Drake with us?
0: Yeah, sure. So it'll now grant a small amount of tenacity and heal slash shield strength when it's slain. And the soul will grant bonus damage when you are below a certain amount of health. And the Rift will uh, now mutate and empower the jungle plants. Uh, blast cones will now blast those and range twice as far as before. Honey fruits will be upgraded into Stim fruits, no longer slow the champions that consume them and give them a small bonus shield in addition to the usual heal. And the Scryer's Bloom will update, and update upgrade into the Stalker's Bloom. Uh, it'll now reveal a small circular area around the plant and a cone opposite the direction it was hit, granting movement speed towards revealed enemy champions and reducing wards revealed to one health. I really like that one.
1: Yeah, the, war, the one HP is like really cool in the wards. It's actually super unique.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that's like that is exactly what an upgraded like vision plant should do, you know. So Uh awesome. Will you tell us about the avatar smites and jungle pets, <laughs> which is not something I ever thought I would say in my entire life.
1: <laughs> um, so the segment's called Jungle Improvement. So, the gist of it is that, um, <laughs> so when you start the game as Jungle, you're gonna purchase an in game pet, um, that starts as an egg. Um, and these little pets, as you like clear monsters and stuff like that, they'll grow and evolve kind of like Pokemon. Um, And these are the Noxian Embercat, the Ixtal Ixmander, and the Ionian Cloud Leaper. Um, And they're kind of designed for um, aggressive play, um, for frontline tank play, and for kind of moving rotation play. So the idea is that they're going to give you different things, Uh, the first one giving you slows and bonus damage, the second one giving you slow resistant tenacity, and the third one giving you bonus movement speed. Um, (laughs) I don't, we don't really know much else about them, but this seems a little gimmicky to me, but I guess that's jungle every year.
0: Oh, it is absolutely gimmicky, and I think this is like—is it, it weird to say? I think this is Riot's attempt to get more casual players into the role. I mean, I—that's I, I,
1: I, d- 100 what it is. Like, there's huge discussion on Reddit right now and about the other jungle changes. That, might as well just like read them through it really quick. Um, they're sure. also adding recommended jungle paths, um, which are going to be aggregated data from high skilled junglers at high lows uh, with like high master and their characters, and that will be updated every patch. Um, people are upset that they're adding um jungle timers uh jungle paths and leash range indicators to jungle as well but like and i understand like there is some level of like skill expression that you're losing by not having these things introduced to the game that being said jungle's the least fucking played a role dude every single person who's mad about these changes has complained about having an auto-filled jungler on their team before
0: yeah exactly i I I'm happy about these. Cause I think those are all skills that you can like pick up, but it's, it's not something that I would I, like jungle pathing for sure. I think is indicative of like a good player and there's lots of skill expression in that. And that's like where the difference can come in and that still is going to exist, but like having your camp reset because you accidentally leashed it too far, like you didn't stand on the
1: exact pixel where you're supposed to do and right Raptors.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the, okay. That's a skill, I guess but it's also like you pick it up one time and then that's it. Like, that's all you need to do. You know, that's, that's not something that's very fun. I would say to, to like a fun aspect of jungling. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm glad they're making like that easier. Everyone has access to jungle like timers now, uh, through third party apps. So I'm 100% fine with that being added to the base game. Um, I, I, in fact, if you didn't have it, I, I think you were at a significant disadvantage. Um, so I, I think these are all great changes. Hopefully the role does get, you know, more played.
1: Oh, no, for sure. I mean, like, that's the reality, is I think this is like as much as you could argue it removes skill expression, I think the hopeful intention of like what it's gonna do is which bring more people to jungle, make more people excited to play jungle is way more valuable than having skill expression in the jungle.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, do we know if these uh these buffs from the pets are based on like using smite the way like you you know chilling smite now you only get the move speed if you use it right is that
1: i would assume so but it's kind of hard we don't really know
0: okay yeah that's a that's it was a little unclear it kind of reads like it'll be permanent um like just a passive almost but i'm not sure i'm the like biggest fan of that but yeah, we'll see. if
1: it's a passive it's like a little weirder but once again like anything that makes this role more enjoyable to players is hopefully a good thing to me
0: oh for sure i agree 100
1: <laughs> you want to go through our communication tools some of them are actually kind <sighs> of cool to be honest
0: boy i can't i can't wait for them to add voice chat which is 100 what they're doing in this particular section just kidding they're updating the ping wheel uh so you will have the same four pings as usual um as well as three new pings push all in hold i'm sorry four new pings push all in hold and bait Uh, and there are vision pings as well um if you ping from left to right it'll indicate oh i'm sorry there are three uh, i see there are three parts of this vision wheel which is similar to the ping wheel but different where it'll say vision cleared enemy vision and need vision so i i think those are good those are good yeah. changes. If they're not adding voice chat, I guess this is the way to to do it. Um but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Get
1: into the cool thing now.
0: Yeah, for sure. You want to go ahead?
1: Yeah, so they're also adding objective voting. So getting on your, t- on team, your team on board with an objective can be difficult, and having everyone ping on the way uh, so they can test or retreat if they can't uh, can't gets very confusing. So we're introducing a, now, a new voting function will appear when objectives are pinged and will function similarly to, to a surrender vote. Now all players <laughs> can vote and indicate whether or not they'd like to contest the objective. I think this is so fucking cool.
0: I agree. Um, I think this is a fantastic way to, to do this because there are obviously sometimes in solo queue... When each of us are like, okay, we need to give this like 100%. And there are still people confused on like what what the plan is for your team. So I think this is a great, like an absolutely great way to to implement this.
1: The only thing I would like a little bit more is if it showed the character model. But I guess they're probably not doing that so that you don't be like, oh, my fucking dumbass mid said he doesn't want to do this. But like in my head, I'm like, fuck, it'd be nice if I knew if my AD carry wanted to do the Baron. Because that's pretty important.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe one my day. <laughs> fed, my
1: only fed player is like saying they want to, you know what I mean? Like that would be nice to know. Like, uh, yeah, but, but yeah, other than that, I think it's a great
0: idea. Yep. For sure. Um, um and then they're adding off screen uh, pings as well,
1: which is just like, it's just quality of life to make it. So it's easier to see these pings that are coming from off the screen, but that's, oh, nice. Like my, okay.
0: Yeah. Thing. Cool. 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 Um, we've got some vision system updates. Uh, there's a way to track how many words you have out, I guess. Uh, yeah. and then, uh, see which ones uh, will be expiring soon.
1: I think that's really cool. Um, the next thing's a little bit whack, and I think this is going to be the most controversial yeah. season. Um, it's enemy ward timers. So you, it's, it can be hard to keep track of every single ward that gets placed on the map, and even harder to successfully communicate the information to your teammates. Now, if you ping an enemy ward that you saw them place in the last 10 seconds, a perfectly accurate ward timer will appear uh, until the ward is removed or expired. Yeah. So, I, I I do agree that it's fucking impossible to communicate wards to teammates. That's just not like you ping vision there and then you're no one on your team is gonna pay attention to that or remember it. That being said, I think a perfectly accurate war timer is a little weird. Um maybe like I'd be okay if like you pinged it and then it, it like it, it does it for you and if your teammates also like pinged it, they would also get the information sort of thing.
0: Yeah, um, I don't it's it's really, really weird to just go ahead and say like a perfectly accurate like timer if you happen to see it within ten seconds of it being put down, right? Yeah, that's a uh, a bit a bit nuts, I would say. Yeah, and it it's it's it says it's um the ward time will remain until it's removed as well. Like uh, the uh, we removed or expired. So even if you like place somewhere else, like you know that ward, you know is gone now. Versus like you still have to play around it, you know
1: yeah it, it's it's strange i think it's like the weirdest one like that like once again it's this weird ground of like are they overstepping on simplifying things this one i feel like is a little harder to justify because i don't think it adds much i guess you know what i mean like you're making the game easier but what are you gaining for it and i don't think you're gaining like much else like for the jungle changes you're gaining the fact that it's the least played role and you're hopefully getting more people to like enjoy and play it um this i don't think you're gaining much out of making this so yeah easy. i
0: don't i don't think so either
1: um, right. Yeah. Next are loadout and ability recommendations. So this can have recommended rune pages, summoner spells, and recommended abilities. Uh, I think this is great. I feel like every game should have just something like this. Like every fucking yep. game I've ever played has like something like this, where just like, hey, this is what you should go, and you just fucking follow it while you're a new player. Um, once again, takes does it take uh, knowledge out of the game? Sure. Um, I also think it fucking makes the game way easier to learn, which I think is a way more valuable thing.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. It is so much more approachable than. Okay. Good luck. Every character has five abilities minimum figure it out
1: <laughs> yeah for sure it's good um next changes are the top lane changes um which obviously i think they're a little whack nick and i kind of have the both the same opinion so what they're doing is they're changing it so top lane gets uh 95 uh, percent uh experience modifier previously 93 um dual lane gets 22 previously uh 24.73 and mid lane um minions are now worth one less gold in the first 14 minutes um so <laughs> It, it, Nick yeah. and I both have the same opinion. These changes will fix some things, like, for top lane. Top laners just will be higher level. Bottom laners will be even lower level. Uh, mid laners will have less gold. Mid laners having less gold, I think, is actually a good systematic change because, like, first strike, like, poke mid laners, like, Victor and shit like that, just get fucking three items by, like, 20 yeah. minutes because it's cringe. Um, that being said, s- random changes to specific lanes feels super unintuitive is the main thing.
0: Yeah, it, it just feels hard Because you, you know, like minions are worth a certain amount and there's, there's no like indication in game anywhere that they would be worth less in mid lane than they would be in another lane. Right. And I think that's, that clarity is the, is the issue I think for me.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, you hit perfect CS, you have 150 CS at 15. Um, well, it's actually 150 less gold if you were mid-lane. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's, a, mm-hmm. huh, that's,
0: that's weird. <laughs> Which, like, yeah. And, and yeah, like you were saying, I think, like, I do think these are good changes that will fix a lot of, like, issues that some people have highlighted. Um, but it is a little bit weird to introduce, like, lane-specific mechanics without having it indicated permanently. I also do you know? want to
1: say um, that I think these changes help higher elo play way more than they help lower elo play by like a lot
0: oh um, absolutely absolutely
1: so i've started like looking through stuff like ad carries still do complain about the role even though in my opinion i think eighty carries is the best it's been in fucking years it's like fucking op um and top lane in my opinion is pretty weak but like some lower elo players complain about the fact that top laners have way more xp and just kind of will body eighty uh, carries and supports later in the game because of the xp difference um mm-hmm. this only like makes that difference bigger um and i think it's one of those things where lower elo players compared to higher elo players um if if a top laners has like a three level exp lead on like an eighty carry they'll just fucking stat check eighty carries um yeah for sure at, at lower elos whereas like at higher elos when you can pilot the character um that exp lead is a little bit less of a daunting thing to overcome um and i just think like this is a change that's gonna benefit the game um like overall especially like pro play high elo play but i think like I mean, top lane's still a very highly played role at elo. Like that's that's the way I would look at it, and I think this only makes the role maybe like strong in the wrong way for like lower elo play.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe that is a good way to look at it. Is like it's it's sort of leaning into a, a strength that top lane already has versus uh, shoring up some of the weaknesses. Right. Mm-hmm. That
1: being said, I don't think there's a good way to fix it, and I don't think anyone's come up with a good solution. So that's probably why we're here.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so either. Um, so. Yeah.
1: When I get into the fucking items, I'm so excited for the items.
0: I am too. This is uh, absolutely items. insane. Me either. I don't know if I don't I don't know if they mentioned it anywhere that they were going to at least this many items as well. Yeah. Uh all um. right, let's start off with a new mythic. Uh is this gonna be a this is a tank mythic, right? It
1: yeah, has a couple tank mythics, Good sick.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Kathy's endurance, uh it'll give health armor, magic resist, and ability haste, sort of like a the current um, uh, bammy's items uh for e- it has a passive for each second you are in combat uh with a champion you gain a stack granting three armor and magic resist up to 10 max at max stacks, you become empowered instantly draining enemies around you for four percent of your max health uh each which is reduced against minions and monsters uh and doubles your resist from stacks until the end of combat with a one minute cooldown uh and passively it grants other items armor and magic resist just context this sounds for really all sick all
1: of um the tank items we're gonna talk about um all of the but, bombies items have been mm-hmm. moved to non-mythics
0: yeah to legendary um, status so mm-hmm. like
1: because when i was reading these i'm like okay all of these sound super sick for tom catch but like y- y- where's the wave clear I- you need wave clear on the character you can still just build wave clear like which is nice so it like it doesn't like limit you to on what you can build so that's just given the context of like this could be sick and you don't have to worry about wave clear because you can build it as just like sunfire or something later mm-hmm.
0: so yeah, very very cool that they decided to uh, proceed with the the tank mythics this way.
1: Yeah. Uh, next is called Radiant Virtue it's 400 health, 30 armor, 30 magic resist, 20 ability haste, guiding light is its passive, upon casting your ultimate you transcend, increasing your maximum health by 10% for 9 seconds, while transcended, you and allies within 1200 range of you gain 25 non-ultimate ability haste you and your allies will also heal for 1.5% of your maximum health every 3 seconds, uh, increased by up to 100% based on the champion's missing health healing is doubled on yourself with a 90 second cooldown
0: this seems pretty insane. Uh, I think it's it, terrible. <laughs> it feels well. Well, it feels like a support mythic tied up into a tank mythic. You know. Yeah, once
1: again, we don't have gold values for these. So this just could be cheaper than the other ones, right?
0: Yeah. True. 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 But like, um, I,
1: I guess the main thing I'm looking at is 1.5 percent of your maximum health every three seconds is not a lot. If you have 4,000 HP, uh, which is what a late game tank might have, yeah, um, that's 200 health over the nine seconds that you're giving AOE.
0: 200 each or...
1: To each, uh, which could be doubled if they're, like, zero HP based on missing HP, but...
0: Okay. Which yeah. is
1: not a lot, but, like, once again, um, it, it could be a support mythic, right? Then it, maybe it's actually pretty high value. Because maybe yeah. if you're also... You have, like, putrefier, so you're healing everyone, and then they're also getting heal cut on them.
0: It just has a it just has a lot of HP, which makes me think it is a tank mythic, but... Yeah, I, it'd I be know. cool we'll for see. supports, though, but... Yeah. I think so, too, yeah. I, I think that's the only way this, this item is going to be, like, necessarily viable. Um... Next up is Iceborne Gauntlet, another mythic item. 400 health, 40 armor, 20 ability haste. Uh, It has the passive spellblade. After using ability, uh, you have an enhanced uh, auto attack that deals AoE physical damage, creates a frost field, uh, and slows inside of it. Uh, Oh, and it reduces primary target damage against you by 10 percent, which is cool
1: it reduces primate target damage if you read it correctly oh primate
0: target damage you're right sorry <laughs> uh and then the mythic passive grants other legendary items 50 health 5 percent tenacity and 5 percent slow resist uh um, i like that this it's being pretty a cool.
1: counter i think it's like just pretty good it's like pretty average
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's it's cool i mean hey the return of iceborne so yeah Uh, Ezreal's gonna be happy
1: (laughs) this one's fun man Uh, this one seems wild Goliath Um, uh, uh, and it's 800 HP, uh, 200% bonus health, uh base health regen, and 20% ability haste. And this passive is called Colossal Consumption. <laughs> um, so you charge up a basic attack against a ch- uh, champion over three seconds, while well, within 600 range of them, the charge attack drains the target, dealing 50 plus 10% of your maximum health as bonus uh, physical damage, and healing you for that same amount. You permanently gain maximum health equal to 15% of the drain on a 30-second cooldown per target. Um, It's fucking cool, man.
0: Yeah, this is uh, this is sick as fuck. I am uh, definitely a fan. It's it's almost like a War Mog's uh, like mythic item. I would say it's on
1: the weak side, but it's fucking cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking cool. I don't I don't know if it'll be good. It is you know flat HP, and that's pretty much all you've all you can rely on uh, in terms of tank stats. Uh, but this is really cool. I I do wonder if you could like, what kind of like HP numbers we're gonna see with this thing. You know, because with the uh, permanent max HP gain. So, we'll see. Yeah, it's no, for be sure. Cool. It might
1: be a little gimmicky, but, like, I- I'm going to try it. Like, I want to try a bunch of these at the very least. It- it's gotten me excited for the game.
0: <laughs> this, seem- this seems like, uh, uh, unless there are some others that f- that you've noted that fit particularly well, um, this seems like a very good Tom Kench item. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just missing, like, armor magic resist. That's, a- that's the only sad thing about it. Like- yeah,
0: but you trade the-, the armor and magic resist for 400 extra health you know, Uh,
1: once again, we also have to look at gold costs when they eventually come out. yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm very excited to see like if of these are going to be different gold costs or not.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, next up the return of the King, I would say rod of ages, 60 ability, power, 300 health, 300 mana. You gain health, mana and ability power every minute up to 10 minutes. We all know this, uh, up to a max. Um, and when you reach max stacks, you gain a level,
1: (laughs) i think i think it's so fucking unique man
0: I, I think so too i don't necessarily know if it's good bad balanced whatever um but hey this is this is definitely a way to to introduce scaling into the game the way that rod of Age is used to you know
1: so it's weird because i don't know who really builds <laughs> um like maybe like a cassadin in theory um i was thinking maybe mage supports could build this item Ooh! Like they build it second. They build like a support item first, and then they build. Um, uh, well, if the you're if,
0: if you're going a mage support, you you just go damage. You don't you don't build a support item at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess that's fair. But like, you know what I mean? Building a second when your like levels are, levels and XP are starting to like stagnate throughout the game, mm-hmm. like getting that like level spike on like a lux like mid game would be kind of sick.
0: Yeah, it it would be really cool. Um, the I, I can easily see this going to like a Cassette in, you know. Uh, a champion that just scales so immensely hard with flat levels that just getting one for free would uh w- would be pretty big.
1: It, it it you almost want to build the second, right? Like cuz getting the, the yeah. level up um let's just say you you somehow get well, it at like level 8 or whatever. Leveling mm-hmm. 8 to 9 versus leveling like
0: 10 to 15 11 to
1: 16 or whatever the fuck. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh it is a, a crazy different in val- difference in value.
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah, I, I, in uh, this I feel like this is, yeah, that's a that's a good example of like uh, a change in mythic strategy where you wouldn't want to build this first, like you were saying, uh, which is something that I, I have recognized that I don't like about the game as much as I used to. Um, it's like I, I do wish there were some champions or some builds that you wouldn't want to finish your mythic first um
1: Riot actually wrote about that when they were talking about because well, people are complaining about blade of the king nerfs they really want blade of the king nerfs and they pretty well said like hey when we first launched mythics we pretty well wanted everyone to build mythic first or second item right like you have <laughs> to build this this is your core um and they've kind of like started to move away from that and been like hey like if there's other good niche items like we're happy for people to build that and this might like, like you know add into that like whole dynamic where like maybe you do want to build like a like shadow flame or something like or for early pen and then another ap item and then you build rod of ages to get like a weird like level spike to catch you back up or something
0: yeah yeah it's cool so it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting for sure
1: um next is catalyst of aeons just what builds into uh rod of ages it's pretty well just yeah when you um uh when you take damage uh, sorry, restore mana equal to 15% of damage taken of champions and health equal to 15 or 20% of mana spent up to 15 health per cast. Um, so it's just like old Catalyst, they're getting back, so.
0: Yeah, uh, Abyssal Mask is being updated uh, to include the um, Catalyst passive, uh, and I think that's it. Yeah, oh, they only- need a Catalyst
1: to build into another fucking yeah. animal, else so it's going to be just Rod of Ages.
0: <laughs> true, true, so.
1: Awesome. Uh, next on to Sunfire, which is no longer a mythic. This is what I'm excited about. So it's 400 health, 50 armor, 0 magic resist, and it has the immolate passive, which is the AoE damage. Uh, the cool thing is now, um, damaging champions are uh, epic drawing monsters with this effect adds a stack, increasing subsequent, subsequent immolate damage by 10% for 5 seconds, up to 6 stacks mass, uh, maximum. So on live right now, Sunfire is a mythic, right? But it's 50% against minions. Mm-hmm. Um so, it's, it's half right now, but if you stack it, it's going to do, like, a, a shitload more damage, uh, which is cool. That's awesome. Uh, I, think I think it's fucking great, though. I, I think Sunfire, once again, I think this goes into the not building Mythic first, man. Like, so many tanks in the game don't have, like, wave clear, so you mm-hmm. kind of have to rely on, like, uh, the bombies, like, immolate passive. I think you're going to see so many top laners build Sunfire as their first item and then, like, go into their Mythic.
0: Which I think would be, like, really sick. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm about that. Cool um turbo chem tank is no longer a mythic it sort of does the same thing as it did before
1: um next is randuin's um still not a mythic <laughs> um <laughs> the only difference is now it has um it, it didn't have the slow anymore right does Randuins have the slow on it
0: no it, yeah it did have the slow um i don't remember if it had the crit strike damage reduction
1: yeah it has the crit strike i, I just don't think it had the um incoming basic attack damage that's what it was i think Either way, they're no, changing it, it a little. I think bit. it did too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's know. a little different. I think it's still fine, though. Um, it's so a shitload of armor is the biggest thing, but yeah, seventy.
0: Um, cool. Spear of Shojin. Uh oh, but it's not back in the way you think. Um, it's got attack damage, health, and ability haste. It's a, it is a, a legendary. Sorry, not a mythic. Um, your non ultimate spells gain uh, ability haste reduced to um. A certain amount of ability haste for immobilizing spells. It is
1: super confusing to read for given context for anyone.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So you just get a lot of haste, except if the haste, um, except if the ability immobilizes.
1: Yeah. They're trying to stop like jacks from just stunning people at the E again.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then you gain a uh, movement speed based on your missing health. So Ooh. seems okay. Um,
1: Yeah, the biggest thing is uh, 6580 is a lot, by the way. I'm not sure if it's a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like, outside of Orin items, it's Infinity Edge is 70, and then Ravenous Hydra was originally 70, I think, and then this would make it the second most highest attack damage item in the game. So, uh, and Ravenous Hydra is also getting nerfed, so it actually is going to be the uh, second highest attack damage in the game, which is crazy. Wow. Interesting. That's good to know. Next is Ravenous Hydra, which is getting a little bit of change. it's pretty well the same. It has slightly less AD, but it has a stacking passive on it. Um, so, the biggest thing is that when you kill an enemy, stacking up to twenty five, so you gain zero, you gain half an AD and point one percent OmniVamp. Whenever you kill an enemy, stacking up to twenty five and and fifty, uh, sorry, five percent OmniVamp, and you lose fifty percent of these stacks on death. Ooh. So when you farm fifty minions, uh, you're gonna have it's gonna actually gonna be like a ninety AD item and a uh, wow. Uh, nineteen vamp items. So it's gonna be fucking really, really strong. But then if you die, you're gonna lose half those. You have to farm yeah. up another twenty five minions to f- get it back to full.
0: That's really sick. I like that a lot. Um yeah, Always been a fan fun. of like you lose stacks on on death uh, items. I think that's yeah. Good. I
1: mean, it, it, like allows for more of that like one v nine dream that like a lot of people miss, right? But I think mm-hmm. it's done in a healthier way than it ever was pre- in previous league. So
0: yeah. Cool.
1: Um, yeah, those are the so the
0: changes. I think <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's um. Got my guy that's a lot of item changes but i'm i'm, so excited, uh, I'm about it it's very exciting i um w- which one are you most excited for
1: probably the colossal one i think it's like the most most goofy one that i think would be fun like using but i want to try them all they're all very unique uh the biggest thing is like tom kensh feels like i can go a bunch of different items right now um because i'm no longer obviously stuck to uh yeah um, bammy's item mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's
0: cool yeah it's a uh, very cool i'm uh i think i'm i think i'm excited most about rod of ages and just to see, see the when, like it's so cool yeah to see how that gets utilized um because oh. you're right I, I hadn't thought about like you'd want to buy this later in the game but it's your mythic like it, yeah it, it's definitely interesting
1: did you buy it third on a cast it until like get like 14 to 15 or 15 to 16 spike 15 oh 16 God. yeah oh
0: that's crazy that's crazy actually
1: yeah Whew. Cool.
0: and then do we want to do uh the matchmaking QDA oh, we, we talked about that briefly didn't? it was just like the solo oh.
1: q duo q changes um
0: oh you're right I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> no, gonna, I know you're. There, there's just a it. lot of stuff in there that they we didn't uh, I think go in depth about the way is we there did anything else that you want to talk
1: about in there that was interesting
0: uh I don't think so I don't think so I think like,
1: um, there's what? a shitload in the article I'd recommend people read it but a lot of it's like hey changes we've already made and how they currently are affecting the game um
0: yeah yeah it was more like hey some of these changes have been really good and we're gonna stick with them so suck it <laughs> yeah so cool
1: Hey guys, late night Aiden recording here. Um <laughs> just uh going into our NordVPN read. Uh Colton was gonna read this, but it is now uh uh one o'clock in the morning, so uh here I am. Um, thank you once again to NordVPN. Um, you know them, you love them, they provide the highest quality privacy protection and encryption for your internet traffic, and you can get a special deal by going to nordvpn.com leakcast. You'll get four bonus months, that's right, four bonus months uh, in your subscription for free, plus a 30-day uh, money-back guarantee. You get a discount on any plan you choose, so they have the standard plan, which is their uh, trusty VPN, the plus plan, which is the VPN plus their password storage, or the full complete plan, which is the VPN, the password storage, and an encrypted file locker to keep all your stuff safe. Um, So once again, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to uh, nordvpn.com slash leadcast. Once again, nordvpn.com slash leadcast to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus free threat protection, plus um, additional months for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Uh, Back to the show. Thank you, guys. Love you. You want to talk about play-ins a little bit?
0: I do. I would love to talk about play-ins a little bit.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, I kind of forgot the games are on right now so I'm going to pull this up. Yeah. Fucking doing so that. we're watching
0: uh, Mad versus um, Saigon Buffalo. Have Saigon Buffalo played other games? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I guess I've just missed them. I I guess I've seen most Group A and I mean, not a lot of Group B. If you're watching the games of group earlier in the
1: day and not later they're definitely scheduling. They scheduled play-ins so that like... um EU would play first because time zone wise it's late at night for them and then NA would play like midday because it doesn't really fucking matter when the games are and then they'd put like Chinese, China, Korea, Vietnam, all those things super late because then it would be early next day which it, brilliant scheduling by the way. NA is like honestly the best time zone for worlds like globally. Um, yeah, for sure. It Allows like every region to see the games, which is fucking awesome. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyways, yeah, so plans finished, uh, outside of the best of fives, which are currently going on. Um, in group A, Fnatic finished first, followed by EG Loud Detonation Focus Me, uh, Beyond, and the Chiefs went zero 05. Poor the Chiefs, man!
0: I know, it, poor it, the Chiefs.
1: We have a ton of people in from OCE in our like Discord, like relative, um, and Everyone was super hype on them. And I, I, I honestly think it's fair. I, I just think the, the whole system is fucking broken. They went, what, like 27 and one in their regular yep. season. Like it's not even fucking close. And then you go zero five at worlds. It's like, what the fuck, what the fuck can you do? Like, there's yeah. no one better in your region. Your region's fucking ruined by riot. Like allowing L- them to go to LCS for free. Um, you have a fucking mega yeah, but- team that in any other region going, this would be like, Oh, this team's like a world champion contender, but like they go zero five. Cause it's just fucking unfair.
0: Yep, there's uh, uh Riot has completely, kind of taken the rug out from under your region. Yeah, what do you what do you even do? Unlucky. B,
1: you want to talk about Groupy?
0: Yeah, Groupy. DRX went five zero. RNG went four one. Mad Lions went three two. Saigon went two three. Uh, Itris Gaming went one four, and the Istanbul Wildcats went zero five. Any any surprises here? I think the only surprise is DRX taking the game over uh, RNG yeah um, but like and even that wasn't like ones. like yeah even that wasn't the most like shocking i i guess
1: i guess the only like surprising thing overall about the groups would be uh fanatic beating eg because like they had only upset and they didn't have Sang uh the first yeah. day which maybe was a benefit to their team.
0: <laughs> yeah for sure um
1: but like outside of that like i don't think there's too many surprises loud performed way better than i expected overall they actually looked pretty fucking good um but that was kind of it. Like honestly, I think yeah, that le- looks pretty sloppy for being 3-2. But yeah.
0: It's been so exciting to watch, I feel like. I'm kind of uh, kind of kind of pumped for them. I hope they continue to uh to to make some progress. I'm I'm cheering for them today. <laughs> um cool. So that's kind of it, right? For the uh um, uh, for plans, yeah. like for plans, All, all yeah. that's going
1: on right now is that we're going to have a best of five between M- Mad and uh, Saigon right now. It's currently 1-1 spoilers. Uh, <laughs> not too much of a spoiler one. <laughs> now it's just a best yeah. of three. <laughs> um, and then Detonation Focus Me is playing Loud. And the winner of these two games will play the other team of the respected group. So winner of Mad, Saigon's going to play um, uh, Evil Geniuses. And winner of Detonation Focus Me, Loud is going to play RNG. So uh, nice. it's going to be RNG and then <laughs> uh, whoever... Like RNG going to win that the first game, but I, I honestly don't know who's going to get through out of it. Like Mad EG or Saigon, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely hard. Mm-hmm.
1: The teams don't look great in that. <laughs> out of those. No, teams.
0: I I would say um I I would say there are only a couple teams who I think have looked good in play-ins, um, and I don't think any of them exist in Group A. Maybe no, with yeah, the exception I'd, of Fnatic.
1: RNG, maybe DRX looks good. Um, Fnatic has highs, I would say.
0: Yeah! 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 Um, it's been fun though it's been it's been really fun to uh to to watch worlds and see what characters you know champions are or uh, people are prioritizing uh are there any surprises do you think um
1: for like picks and bands and stuff like that
0: yeah for for any champions that you want to discuss
1: i'm surprised silas is so picked still so picked honestly like he's like super high priority
0: i i am surprised that we haven't seen more trundle the, the he got like two seconds added to his w i think and that's it and he, he, I feel like he's fallen like almost completely off the, the, the face of the meta that was, that existed prior, you know?
1: Yeah. He looks good when he's played though. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. I, I think the character still has the, the strengths that he did before. It's just people like, I don't know, almost that placebo nerf. Uh, not that it was a placebo nerf because it did get nerfed, but I don't think it was that bad. <laughs>
1: I wonder if uh, we're gonna see people start banning Aatrox more going into war- like Aatrox is the only one hundred percent pick banned character right now. Um, yeah, I wonder mm-hmm. if we're gonna see him banned more, going into like main group,
0: or if they're gonna yeah. See that's a, mm-hmm. I, uh, I am very tired of seeing Aatrox, but he's just so fucking OP, uh, especially just on the two item spike that uh, people have been playing with. So.
1: I've awesome. been enjoying watching it being less of an eighty carry meta though. That's been fun. So. Oh, me
0: too. I, I I think it's I think it's really fun when there is adequate like carry potential from all the roles. You know, like when when you can play through top lane with a uh, with a Fiora, um, or an Aatrox. Even you know, I think that's a lot more fun than like, well, we got to we got to hang out until Silver, Silver Zeri comes online. You know.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of teams are gonna struggle with that, by the way. Like there's so many teams that have like good A D carry support combos that I think are gonna struggle, not be able to play through like their AD carry like Cloud9. Yeah, play, interesting. I think Berserker is gonna fucking like how's Cloud9 gonna function if Berserker doesn't one V9 their games.
0: Yeah, no, that's a... Uh, we we haven't seen that, so <laughs> it'll be interesting. Uh, I am excited for group sages though. I think uh while play ins is fine, it, it has led to a lot of one sided matches. Um so I'm I'm very excited for it to be uh um, for us to, to go to, to groups.
1: Yeah. I still think post worlds, I want to do like a part of the episode where we talk about like potential format changes, but I'm like, it's like right to do right now, but it's, I'm having fun. No, I, I
0: I think so too. Yeah. I, I mean, it's always fun to watch pro league. Does it need improvement? Yeah, of course we shouldn't have a single elimination international tournament, but Hey, that's all right. Well, baby steps, right?
1: Yeah. Cool. You want to talk about round table?
0: Yeah, let's do it. The last
1: week's question was, what are your biggest hopes, hot takes, and honest thoughts going into Worlds 2022? From Twitter, we got one from Bugsnax, and He said, I want to see Faker do cool shit, which I guess is the best take. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, and then one from Dragon, who said, I hope NA gets one team in a group. So, hot take is that Korea are the strongest region going into the tournament. And honestly, and, uh, mm. and honest thoughts are I hope this world doesn't go bad, uh, so b- go bad so that they come back to NA. I want to go to f- finals and quarters next time around. Going to semis already. Yeah, we wish we fucking could go to anything, but it's yep. ticketing is shit, so we're not going to Worlds and i'm super it
0: sad sure
1: is. It. um yep but anyways uh from our discord um sharko said uh sorry sharky uh said a biggest hope would be song showing from lla and plans making a run at least to make it to groups hot take would be uh c9 is going to semis as promised by ls and honest thought is we would ha- uh we have four chinese uh four korean knockouts that is a, a pretty honest thought <laughs> going into it um Next is from Joe and he says my biggest hope is that Peanut win a God, uh, wins because goddamn that man deserves a championship after 2016 Hot take is that first and second seed LPL Teams look way better than first and second LCK Teams honest thoughts uh, either SKT Or JDG is going to win Nice. And then last but not least, from Sensei B, and he says, my biggest hope is that a made, uh, minor region, VCS or LA, makes some noise, um, showing the closing of the gap between regions. Hot take would be Gam is making it to semis. and honest thoughts, we're going to see LPL finals in the world's final... Uh, sorry, in world finals, most likely. That is very likely. It depends on, like, seating and stuff like that, but uh, I think it's very likely. We're going to see China, China finals, but...
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I, I think the, the one caveat is, like, Genji, you know? It is yeah. hard to... Um, Hard to, to vote against them when they are in, in form.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, this week's roundtable question, though, is... You were tasked with creating a ne- the next League of Legends champion. The only caveat is that they must be related to a current champion. Who is the new champion related to, and what aspect of gameplay did they share to tie them together? So I said, like, Yon and Yasuo sharing like the Q or the Wind Ooh, theme. Yeah, 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 Darius and Draven sharing... Originally sharing the Bleed theme. Um, what would you want to add? Like, who's sibling, father, son, uncle? What do you want to add?
0: Hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> How about the love child of Gangplank and Misfortune, and he has he has a a, a pistol. <laughs> I mean that's that's a that's a bit that's a bit toned down, but but I do
1: like the idea of just like being related to, like a pirate, and they're only similar. similarities that they both have a gun.
0: <laughs> well, well, like uh, okay, maybe, maybe um I don't know, maybe he shares like a gangplank parley as a way to generate gold. Yeah, it's just it's just How about funny. that. Yeah, um, no, 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 it is. I I also like the idea of introducing child units into. <laughs> into league of legends <laughs> yeah
1: um i think mine would be kogma's dad because like he's in like the lore um I don't, we don't really know much about him right we don't even know what his fucking name is but i think like having this like mutant fucking like animal thing but like he doesn't function as an ad carry what if they make kogma like an actual ad carry and they make his dad actually like what ap kogma is like an artillery mage? oh that's cool so they're very that's similar cool. but they're like almost like kogma in the two states he's ever been in
0: yeah that's awesome That'd be super cool that would be super cool
1: um, anyways, if you want to tell us uh, what sibling, father, uncle, character that you'd want to bring to current League of Legends um, uh, and who they're related to and what aspect of gameplay they share to tie them together, you can hit us up on Twitter at LeagueCast. You can send us an email at mail or you can come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash
0: Hell yeah. Um, our first email is from Matthias. Uh, and they say I have a question tangentially related to League of Legends as a game, but more so related to the show. My first question is: What are you guys' five to ten year plan uh, for the podcast? Is this something you guys would want to continue hosting as long as you're playing the game? Uh, if not, is there a particular reason? Uh, is there a particular a uh, reason in your guys' personal life uh, that would potentially not give you the time to run the show? I only ask because as you have stated before, you guys have been hosting this for many episodes. <laughs> Uh, I would also be very interested if you could shed some light on not only the future of the show but you guys's uh, participation in it as hosts. Thanks, boys. You're welcome for the length of this email, Matthias. Oof, what Uh, a uh, we're starting it off uh, on the on the light sense of the. uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah, I
1: mean, like I don't want to speak for everyone, but like I think we all enjoy doing the show still. Currently, Um, I know I miss like a number of episodes. Sometimes I was going to miss this week, um, but I I, we were doing it early. But, I don't know, I, I think all of it, as long as we all enjoy League of Legends, we're happy to talk about it sort of thing. Um, the biggest thing is, like, I, I think we all just take things in our life a little bit more seriously than having a League of Legends podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, it, it's one of those things where I also don't want it to fucking completely end my life. Like, I, I do want to produce a good quality show, I do want to have, like, I don't want to cut shit for the sake of time, but I also it's definitely not even close to the most pop- important thing in my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of how I feel about it too. Like as long as it's still fun to do, I'd, I'd love to do it. Um, I, I, I hope that we continue to do it for as long as we enjoy it. Um, but it, it yeah, it is definitely secondary to like significant others. Um, any other like work commitments or, or, uh, I'm studying for the CPA. Um, which I know Kennedy is going to do as well in the near nearish future, um, but yeah, as long as it keeps being fun, I think is the the big part of it, and it is it, it's still fun uh, to me. So,
1: yeah, for sure, I completely agree. Um, awesome, was a <laughs> thank you, Matthias.
0: Oh fuck, okay. Do you want to read it, or do you want me to? <laughs> <laughs> Can you read this one? <laughs> yeah, sure. <sighs> from Embrace Dad Bod. Good evening, gentlemen. A couple of weeks ago, Aiden said he wanted to hear from more people who are new to um to the game, so I thought I would share my story. I was first introduced to League by one of my roommates in late 2012. I remember awkwardly sitting on his bed and looking over his shoulder to watch him play. Uh later he showed me the basics of Master Yi and plank on Twisted Tree Line, and I got hooked fast. Uh sorry. Um but didn't have my own PC to play on. The next fall, I moved away for, from, for school uh, and vowed to myself that I would buy a gaming computer so we could play League together. Uh, life continued. And eventually, we both got married and had kids. Last year, I graduated from med school and started working as an intern. Nine years after I promised uh, myself I would, it finally became feasible for me to buy a computer. And sure enough, League was my first download. Um, at my schedule for the last year uh, of, as an intern was suboptimal. I I, I averaged um seventy five to eighty hours a week, usually starting before six a.m. and getting home around seven p.m. Uh, so I had a lot of time to think about league, but a little time to play. Uh, I spent the majority of my limited downtime at the hospital uh, browsing league subreddits and um, reading expert guides. That's how I discovered your podcast. Um. Around September of last year, you gents have kept me company on many early morning commutes. I only recently got into ranked after a year of play. Climbing out of my ELO is certainly a challenge. I main Chen and Orin top with a steady 53% win rate. I try to play by your recommendation of treating each ranked session as a best of three series, but I just don't have the time to commit to playing tons of games to climb. Uh, With my work and study schedule and family life on top, I usually only have one to two hours a night for leisure, and I can't realistically play every night. So whenever people say things like even a brainless monkey can climb out of low elo, I think to myself, fuck you, I'm a doctor, and then run it down top and play my jungler. Uh, I guess medical knowledge doesn't translate directly to video games. Truthfully, I enjoy my limited free time and I just play casually with friends. I generally play normals and have made some very close friends in addition to having a regular game night uh, with my old college buddies. I listen to your podcast weekly and watch the pro circuit on occasion. Most of the time I just log in and minimize the window while I'm studying so I can still get drops. Uh, So that's my story about how I got into League after almost 10 years after being first introduced. I want to thank you, Host, for being a part of my experience. As a discussion point, if you had to host dinner for any champ or champions, uh, who would you invite and what would you serve them? I'd invite Shen and in Zed for a good old faction Texas, Texas bar, backyard barbecue with fine wagyu uh, brisket, smoked 12 to 16 hours, a charcuterie board of various fine cheeses, fruits and crackers, and fresh squeezed lemonade. And then I'd sit back and watch those two legends duke out their feud right in front of me. Thanks for the great show. Embrace dad bod. That's really interesting that people are still coming into the game like so late. I know that's like the basis of this email, but that's uh it's kind of wild yeah. that i guess you didn't have time you know for for such a long time and now you do now um that's really cool and uh appreciate the listens aiden what who would you invite to a cookout um, or for dinner i guess it doesn't have to be a cookout
1: probably like olaf because he has the fucking chef's is he, have a, chef's he has a chef's yeah team, right? he's got the, yeah, the like cool. barbecue yeah mm-hmm. he's barbecue and i think that's like the best one um nice what about the him. other ones
0: who barbecue
1: uh, I probably honestly geez, all the fucking honestly any of the chef skins did probably fucking cook a mean one.
0: Yeah, uh, you want them to cook for you, you don't want to cook for them. No, 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 okay, I see, I see, I see.
1: I wouldn't cook for any any league character.
0: Would you cook for Tom Kench? No, if I feel like any
1: you. decision you're making for Tom Kench is gonna end with you fucking getting tricked and dying.
0: That's fair, that's it, you know, uh, that's a really good way to pro- approach that relationship, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. Yeah, but I think it's super cool. What about you, Nick? I guess before um, I jump in. Um.
0: Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat where like I don't. I I don't think I'm a bad cook, but I also don't think I'm a very good cook. Um. Mm-hmm. So I would like someone to cook for me, yeah, uh, and I guess that would be yeah the 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 champions who have cooking skins.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. Also, I think I think it's super cool that um you're a doctor and you still play league i once again yeah i, I think the it's the fuck thing for that uh yeah fucking obviously you have other good things going on in your life outside of league of legends so don't fucking let shit get you down uh i think it's like the best way to like not be upset about league of legends is have just other things that are more important than a video game in your life. yeah don't
0: don't have it be your entire life you know yeah don't That's don't tie like t- <laughs> yeah don't attach your happiness to a video game regardless of of whatever video game it is you know yeah
1: for sure um, cool. Thanks. Uh, embrace Dad Bod. Uh, next is from Big Mike. He said, "I wanted to chime in on something I heard last week with your story, where uh, it, they stated that they didn't have anyone to talk to about League. I always felt this way until a couple weeks ago. I viewed League as my dorky, guilty uh, secret, and not something to be talked about openly to colleagues and friends. And boy, was I wrong. Uh, caught my colleagues watching LEC finals two weeks ago and started chatting about League. Turns out my office is a Clash team and plays, plays every Sunday, <laughs> and usually League. it uh, it turns out that my sorry." Um, and usually he needs a fifth man to jump in. Not only that, but I uh, I used to go climbing and we play a sorry the guys I used to go climbing with play a ton of league and redownloaded it a while ago so we can play flex together. Moral of the story is please talk to people about your hobbies no matter how dorky they are and people will surprise you. I mean that yeah I think it, thanks big Mac. that's awesome <laughs> I feel like that's just like a good thing in general like. um Although that's actually some weird shit, man. Like it's good to talk about the stuff you're interested in. Like one of my coworkers that I work with, uh, he is the most fucking open person about talking about like the fact that he like paints miniatures and is into super like nerdy, like culture shit. Mm -hmm. And he just seems very happy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at some point, like you, I think you learn to realize that your happiness, like it doesn't really matter what other people think. Um, so that, I mean, that's really cool. I'm, uh, I wish I had a, a work clash team. That sounds sick.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's awesome.
0: Uh, Sweet. Thank you, Big Mike. Next email is from Milkman. Hey, guys. is Milkman here. I was listening to the discussion of the New World song this week, and some triggers went off in my brain when discussing the perspectives of the song, being good songs, bad video, or just bad songs, and I wanted to provide the perspective in the bad songs camp. I don't know if my bias against Lil Nas X from the whole Satan Shoes uh, incident makes me the most objective perspective in this, Uh, But starting with the song, I find it very instrumentally bland with auto-tune distorting his otherwise decent vocals. Uh, I understand this is a trademark in pop now, but the greatest worlds anthems that the community remembers fondly, such as Legends Never Die and Worlds Collide, had very genuine vocals and uh, at least somewhat of a build intention in instrumentation. Uh, Again, I would recognize my bias as a dedicated metal indie rock slash rock and roll slash classic rock fan, uh, but I wanted to at least explain the side of the argument that thought it was a bad song just to add a question to this email what is one song from the arcane soundtrack that you think could make a world's finals concert in your opinion uh, have a great week they hope my nitpickiness wasn't too negative for your community milkman uh, I you think that's easy...
1: I think I think it's fine to discuss anything by the way yeah for think, sure
0: yeah I think the easy choice for um, arcane soundtrack by the way is the what is it the imagine dragon ones enemy is yeah, that is it? definitely the most like yeah (laughs) popular
1: music song Um, that being said i I think the entire fucking soundtrack is sick by the way uh yeah it's good dystopia like the fucking denzel curry uh track is Mm -hmm. so fucking sick um also it doesn't really fit like a concert or anything like that but fucking what could have been like the sting song is so fucking insane dude it's so epic yeah
0: i um i i guess i i let's talk about if it's a bad song uh i do think there is a distinction between like bad song versus a song that i don't like um which maybe is hard to make. And I I don't fault anyone for, you know, conflating those things. Um, I I would argue that almost no sound that you're hearing in any music that's being released today is genuine vocal uh, unless it's like a live performance. Uh, I think that is something that the music industry has fooled everyone into thinking. Uh, I would say that every single artist who releases music probably uses auto tune to some, at some point, um, like to some degree, I guess. So I, I, I guess maybe the, maybe the leaning of the um, auto tune is the issue, uh, which is fine. I, there are definitely not, there are definitely people who don't like that. And that's okay as well. I, I'm okay with that. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it's like, it's hard for me because I think I'm the other side of this, where I think like, I really like a little NOS X. Uh, I was on the fence uh, actually until his Satan shoes and stuff like that um, and that whole <laughs> dilemma where I think he like the the point of the video that came along with that is like if you are painting me in a bad light for the person that I am like then fuck it I'm going to lean into it and I'm going to be the bad guy that you're that you're making me out to be like just because just because of who I am so I think that like that a lot of it and that that came with a lot of backlash from like christian communities and, stu- and I, not christian communities religious communities as a whole i would say um but uh i don't know I, I i like it i that's okay if you don't like it um i appreciate that not every world song is going to be uh an anthem i guess um and maybe i'm in the minority for that but I, i've listened I, to it I so many times it's stuck things. in my head yeah <laughs> Like stuck in my head I, all the time, so.
1: Just like that, it's like, like in my opinion, like, a good song, which once again is an objective fucking thing, but like, I, I, is a song that I would fucking just regularly listen to versus like, I'm never going to listen to just a random world song, <laughs> um, despite yeah, exactly I like them all. Uh, I, I just don't think they're fucking music that I would like to listen to, which maybe we should have an anthem that is more of a f- thing that's for this moment, not really a, a listen song, but I, I don't know, I guess that's just like opinion at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Milkman.
1: Uh, cool. Next is from Quite Deplorable who said, hello, I had an idea for a game where you can buy champion abilities with exceptions uh, as a single use active item where the price of each ability is dependent on the relative power. For example, Malzahar Q could cost 100 gold or Fizz R could cost 800. Here are my questions. Which ability do you think would cost the most? What champion uh, would cost the m- most to buy all four of their abilities? Thanks. Quite deplorable.
0: Oh, this is a tough question. Um, I, mean, I,
1: I think the reality is probably all characters are similarly full kit costs yeah um, because that's probably how riot designs character's power budget
0: <laughs> yeah I, I i wouldn't be surprised if like on a in a very simplified like manner that this is the way that they design characters like you're saying yeah
1: yeah like every, everything equals a thousand gold or whatever. yeah in this exactly universe mm-hmm. right Whereas like a character like thrash like his lanterns obviously a lot of it right or like renata her fucking bailouts most of her uh budget right
0: mm-hmm. so then she has a really weak like e for instance you know yeah, her it's a shield pretty boring yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah.
1: what ability do you think costs the most i think that's a cool question though
0: i think so too uh so i guess it has to be something i mean so it's got to be in a in an ultimate ability right
1: yeah, I, I was thinking so something then, like Silas.
0: Silas ultimate. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, we've seen characters. Actually, yeah, I think it has to be Silas ultimate just because it's the most flexible. If you remove that, though, I, I feel like it,
1: yeah, because it's like in theory that could be the if if it isn't the most, then it could be because you could just steal the most. Yeah, but something like Shen would be like another good example where like I'm I'm just trying to think of like long ult- long cooldown ultimates usually have a higher power budget. Shen ultimate would be a good one. Um, honestly, Shen might be the highest. To
0: be honest yeah it it uh, yeah i don't know it's it's tough because i i also feel like maybe an, an amumu ultimate or a karthus ultimate something like that like definitely a global pressure s- feels like it would be the the most uh expensive and invaluable um awesome sure, cool sure. i That's think a great question skipped one from i'm a fishy oh my bad uh i'm a fishy said i've recently finally committed to swapping the top currently playing gwen it's something i hadn't been doing because uh, i didn't want to put the time in to learn uh and anxiety about being shit at it there's a couple things i can't seem to figure out though number one i really don't understand playing against proxy champions like singed obviously you need farm but i don't understand how you're ever supposed to reset without tp can you give some general advice uh on game plan when you can't sustain to proxy back Number two, when you're splitting and the map's black and you can't 1v5, no dragon no dragon to take, no jungle to take, is it bad to AFK and Bush till you get more info? Uh, I regret the sizable character count of this email. I'm a fishy.
1: Oh yeah, cool, 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 cool. Um, um
0: so I, I think straight up yes, you can um you can absolutely do nothing sometimes. Very rarely is that the case, but yeah, sometimes.
1: Uh, I I do want to say like Singed is a really Interesting question though um, Because I think that's The whole point of him Is that he's supposed to Like create these weird Situations where In a perfect world Your jungler bails you out And you kill him And then you reset right Um, But in a In the reality of Solo queue is He just He just uh, Proxies and you just take dicks under your turret trying to last hit minions <laughs> yeah. until you can't do it anymore right and that's how he functions um there's no real good way other than yeah being on the same page as your jungler or your mid and then like cornering cornering him and killing him and then getting a yeah i mean off.
0: A, a really like good good way to deal with it is to buy a dark seal and then upgrade into medjai. like if he is committing to this play style of like i'm go- i'm willing to die for minion waves then punish him you know make that death as expensive as as it can be um, it's not the, the like be all end all, I would say. Um, but, uh, I, I do think it's a, it's a good start.
1: Always so. make sure you take TP versus him, like little things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, it's and, good. and be willing to sacrifice a wave or, or to, to, to make things happen, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. If you fucking go down for dragon, he's just proxying top. Who cares? Like, like yeah, like it, you, it
0: sucks for you, but it's, it's wonderful for everyone else. Right. So
1: yeah, for sure. Um, Last question is from uh, Dippy Who says does Timo have a place In the league right now such an iconic character For long time uh, players but uh, Post child of evil literal meaning uh, Literally the literal measuring Stick in the game but I can't think of A time uh, in the last year where I've been uh, Happy to have a team on my team Or been particularly challenged by one On the enemy team I can't think of any team comp Made better by having a Timo has the league Evolved past the name for Timo Um, So I think the biggest issue is that he's Pretty basic at his core um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like he doesn't do a lot he has the advantage of being a range top laner but there's a lot of range top laners now that are pretty good um he's still good he just has to play this weird like like split pushing style he's a counter to most characters he has a bit of a split pushing style but he gets out scaled by most characters um fucking zil from lola plays ap teemo mid still and like that character is miserable to play against by the way um but he, he's weird yeah like he in theory, his on-hit AD build is better, but AP is way more fun and way more annoying. So he's just like not fully like fleshed out. I think in the current game right now.
0: Yeah, it's just one of those things where like you have to draft him into short range because he is short range, even though he is ranged, um, and he has to be drafted into primarily auto attack based champions. Um, mm-hmm. I I think I actually played this matchup today. Uh, I think he is pretty good into Warwick Top, if you um, if you come across it, where uh, I don't, you know, I, I'm not 100% sure. It, I know that Blind blocks his ultimate, blocks his auto attacks, obviously. I'm not 100% sure if the Blind prevents the Q healing or or blocks it to some extent. Um, it felt like he was still healing, but I, I could have also, like, mistimed it, like, um, mm-hmm. doing it too late. Um but I, I think that's a really good matchup for him. Yeah, it's it is kind of weird. I almost feel like he should have a spot, um, because of the prevalence on you know setting up for neutral objectives. Where uh, aside from maybe like Caitlyn, there's really no one else who can compare to to Timo's neutral objective setup. Um, so I the the thing is though, like I, I don't think there's any character in the game who is at the point of total non viability right like i think every single character can be picked um
1: i do also want to just like quickly jump in i just want to look it up to be sure i was like i'm pretty sure like all the teemo mains are like really high YLA, which by the way not the perfect barometer to check stuff yeah but like especially for niche characters it's not a bad way of shining stuff like the the the, the, the one that was always like kind of a meme was Allowi Alawi, there's this one korean player who when allow good he's challenger and when she's bad he's like d2 um, yeah, <laughs> and like of course that doesn't work for every character, especially more pop as they get more popular. But the two best Timos right now are Grandmaster 800 and Challenger 1100. On, yeah, on so to US some extent, DNA. he
0: must be pretty decent.
1: <laughs> yeah, like he's definitely like playable. Like, if, yeah, if these players are like hitting these peaks. Um, obviously, they have a lot of games because this is a character where you have to fucking put in time. You're not just gonna hit challenger playing hundred games on him. Like the challenger player, a thousand thousand one, 1 hundred point challenger player is seven hundred games, and the eight hundred point GM player is a thousand four hundred games, right? Mm. Um, but they both build very similarly. They go between press the attack, fleet footwork kind of build um AP on hit sort of thing but I don't know he definitely like is good I would recommend look if you're if you're struggling with them look up some vods of like challenger players especially for niche picks it's the best way to learn
0: yeah I mean there there have to be guides for for how to play him in season 12 um how to play him into specific matchups and and likely challenger guides as well um so that's that's what I would definitely recommend um and hey keep picking him I think I think he's fun to play uh probably yeah very infuriating to play against um but play him if that's what your heart so desires
1: on easter every year i play him with the the easter bunny skin and i fucking just put
0: mushrooms everywhere it's fun <laughs> do you just that's it that's your one thing yeah. <laughs> cool nice all right uh are you ready to read the wall of support with me
1: i sure am you want to start
0: yeah i'll read the first and the last how about that cool shout out to our uh patrons aaron adrian adrian sadly not joshua alex andrew uh anivia jungle armis arsonist austin beer better bellator blabby jags black wax big Sheen, blooper brady uh, Brosif, brother dust Chaz, chris Chuzix, uh codio colton coin toss coastal toast dabular dalton daddy kaiser da- uh dallin rankin Dapper Dodge, David, David the Deadly Tiger Ghost Leal, <laughs> Devin, Diggity Daxter, Dippy, Doctor, Don't Be Creative, uh, Drive Forward, um, Dr. Nolly, Drew, Dr. Herferferfer, Dream Villain J, Ellie Saga, Elliot Inebriated Otter, X Vengeance, Foxlo, Franco, Fritz, Frozen Ninja, Gabriel, Gamer Wolf, George, Gray White, Gunner, Harry Spanker, Harley Brandt, Hexen, Hackin and Duck, H Fire, Herks 21, I cosplay Gragas. I am 3 disky Ibra Wayne, uh and Iron Squid.
1: Hell yeah. Then we got Isaac, it's in my veins, Jacob, Jake, Jake, Jake Jamal, Jowdy, <laughs> uh Jay, JZL, Jeff, Jesse, Jesse, Jigmink, Jisoo, Joey, Joby, sorry. Uh John, Jonah, Jonah, George, Jordan, Josh, Josh, Josh but not a Josh. Josh, Josh, Joshua, <laughs> Josh, Joshua, Joshua, Callisfar, Chaos, Chaos Reaper, Kyrian, Kennedy, Kevin, Clon amy coy the monkey boy colby conrad crambone chris kyle landon league saint aka matt aka jocklecock grande Lacono, levi levi spells evil leviathan lip sync little barnabas little Lorian, lofi lucas madeline uh man uh mannington uh marshall mary makes no sense max and max and mox michael uh Mijikai, uh milkman monty mr ginger muse, muse guy my ball Surgeon, <laughs> surgeon. Uh
0: I don't think it's very fair that you get the middle and the shortest yeah. list. Uh Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Nathaniel, Nekoj, Knight, Rift, uh, Noah, Noah, NYC Poem, uh Nice T uh Nice T Knox Oscar Orden, Papaka Shivern, Pards, Picasso, Pocky, Puff Clouding, Purple Play Panda, Raphael, Rattlesnake, Jake, Red Lefty, RJ, Roy, Ryan, 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 Ryan I think. Sammy, uh, Scarecrow, Jones, sejuani's baby daddy, Sophia, Seth, uh, Stu, Stewart, Sunny, Sunny Pebble, T Hubs, Tanner, Tanner, Thane, The Last Samurai, The Rano Gaming, Slater, Thomas, Thomas, Titties and Biddies, T Scotland, uh, Ty, Ty, Undertoned, Walter, Womper, Will, William, William, Wolfie, uh, I'm sorry, Wolfie, <laughs> Wyatt, uh, X, Avero, X, X Strong. Zod, Yanis, Yumi with a gun, Zorica, Zumin, and Zyra is my champ. Whoo, we made it and uh, we made it to the end of the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. You're gonna send us an email, mail at leecastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, Kinglar.bluebasket and leakastfrost Frost are our, our Twitch channels. Tweet at us at lecast on Facebook. We're Leecast. Visit our website, leakastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leadcast, and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Thank you guys so much for listening once again, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.